Greetings, citizens of Earth. You are barking a happy tune with my pal Smurf of Smurf and the Magic Tones on 5280 Geek. from the Figus Studios. It is Weekend Geek Update, sponsored by the lovely enigmatic Susie Q's, the rainbow that you have looked for that leads you to jewelry of your highest expectations. It gives you a Thacko of 20. Go to SusieQ's.com to check it out. And as promised this week, we have an in-studio guest, the triumphant return, the unveiling of... Dun, dun, dun! Red. <laughs> Or I, you do other names now. You no, like I just, I just use ghoulish, my... ghoulish Anya. That's well, Anya wasn't available for. I know. So I know the story. I have a very popular name, contrary to weirdos who stop by my door trying to sell me siding to my house. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, Too funny. And it's hard to get uh, handles that are. My own name. Appropriate. Uh, so the the comfort uh, support flash head came in handy. Uh, PJ, of course, running shotgun on the camera this week. Uh, all, all back there being professional. And this week's drink of choice, uh, vodka cranberry with a splash of Sprite. Splash of Sprite. Just to zest you up. It's, it's got a spirit to it. Oh. Spirit. Spirit. Some people fear it. Spirit. Sorry, Ghostbusters too. Some people just don't go near it. Spirit, spirit. I'll wait. <laughs> you missed me. I do. I miss you very much. <laughs> so let's get down to the business at hand. Let us find out what Red has been up to. Oh so what are you watching? Because I know I have to thank you because there was one show I was I written off. Which one? The 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 puppets one. Oh, what was that? The the Barbarian and yes. the Troll? That show is brilliant. It's so much better than I thought it was going to be. It's like if Jim Henson and Terry Pratchett did a, did a collaboration from Beyond the Grave. Or they did it in the afterlife and sent it back that's to us. That's what I said. Like, that's, that's what I said. Yes. I don't know if what you heard, but that's what I said. Like, <laughs> they're both dead, and they're still creating things, and they're sending it to Nickelodeon because they're not neither one of them want to deal with Disney right now oh my god did you see that conversation Frank Oz had I saw the headline I don't I don't I didn't read it because I was like well you know you sold your stuff to Disney and what else what did you I mean it took 30 years but of course they did that of course they're gonna try and be weird well it's Disney exactly it's Disney and they love to ruin everything that brings us joy (laughs) sorry I won't do the Mickey Mouse thing I got that look. So there I am watching YouTube videos yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And this gal is, she's ripping up books 
to to make a scrapbook thing in her journal and which I'm totally for you know like some books they they get loved to death and they're they can't they just fall apart and they've been loved and that's fine but then she in the corner I saw it was one of the 1990s Star Wars books and I just kind of flipped out because I'm like you can't rip those up. You can't find those anymore. And I look so that I can prove that Disney's version of Star Wars isn't canon. Right. Because I'm kind of... Because Disney has it all under their thumb now. Because I'm old and cranky and the, the first canon was fine. Why are you messing with it? Because you're very protective and you refer to all of the other fi- films as fan films. Yeah, they're fanfics. That's Disney's fanfic of... I don't care if George Lucas was involved. George Lucas would sell his dog for a pickle like he is he has no integrity with his own stuff <laughs> one whole I don't, pickle i don't care well you know it was probably a good pickle it was probably yeah one of those big, uh, and it was a dachshund pick do- i mean it's fine it's a dachshund pick it's an even exchange pick. but no he's he doesn't he doesn't hold like he's just he's just trying to make a buck and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that it's just it, the canon is not is not what what we all agreed on. We all agreed on stuff prior to 1995, and everyone was fine. And then they started chasing things and trying to revamp things and changing graphics. And now that weird guy from the prequels is in my Return of the Jedi, and I don't like it! So where do you sit on Mandalorian? Mandalorian is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) The first season. You didn't like the second season? No, because Boba Fett is dead. We agreed on this in the prior to 1996 canon. It's always been speculated that he made it out no, of there. No, man. That that sand monster That even burped. happens in the books. This isn't... He burped. Boba Fett... And first of all... You can burp. No, you man. swallow air, you, you burp. You swallowed Boba Fett, you burp. You swallowed that many... That eject pack, you're going to burp. Like, that is going to give you indigestion. <laughs> but no, like, no, Boba Fett is dead. I'm sorry, just accept it. All right. We can have other ba- bounty hunters. We can have other Mandalorians. We've proven that with this show. This show is exactly... The, the first season of Mandalorian is what I have been telling all the brown coat whiners for years, which is... Stop asking for reboots and things to get restarted and all that. Just let it go. Let it be wonderful. Let it be that sad story of, oh, it was over too soon. And then we find something else that can be great in its own right and feed that same space western that Firefly fed. And that was what... And you know how much sooner we could have gotten stuff like that or how many more things like that we could get if people would just stop being like, no, I want a reboot. Did you miss me? I did. And my opinions? <laughs> I'm sure all of the listeners are like, God damn, we've missed Red. Because that is a solid, I'm just sitting here watching the timer. That's a solid two-minute rant. Sorry. I'm Everyone gets tired of my rants, I'm, I think. Do I, think? Do, I do. No, no. Oh, okay. I, I do have been some comment for our, our Star Wars fans. It, it does, in fact, take thousands of years to digest inside the stomach of a Sarlacc. Yes. So he wouldn't look as good as they got that. His face is scarred up. Oh, screw off, man! (laughs) He wouldn't be walking. And and then how? That's a lot of padding under that armor. I'm sorry. If if he got out, how did he lose his armor? That doesn't make any sense because he had it on. And if the Jawas had the armor, I guarantee you they would have made sure whoever was wearing it wasn't surviving to come looking for it later. They stripped his ass. They probably thought he was dead. 
No, they would have. Sand people would have chopped him up and eaten him. Those little hooded creatures would have made sure. I'm sorry. I don't know who that character is. They are. It don't have to be. Maybe they're little violent. They don't have to be violent to be sure. (laughs) <laughs> Look at how many times in plots with Star Wars stuff, we always have Jawas taking things and people going, hey, that's mine, and coming to reclaim it back. How often does that happen as a, as a, as a throwaway plot device in the Star Wars universe? All, All the, the time. fucking time. So as a Jawa tribe, you wouldn't be taking chances. If you are robbing someone knowing full well you're robbing someone... You're gonna make sure. I watched way too many crime dramas leading up to this. Yes, you did. I oh, mean, but to be fair, I mean, th- th- there are a few holes, inconsistencies, if you will. I was but gonna try and be diplomatic today, but you yeah, opened, I'm never gonna let you, you do that. opened this can of worms. But you do get to see your man in the Mandalorian style armor. Who? Elephant. Oh, Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> Because I know that's the fun thing. Because you you've turned me on to a lot of shows. Justified was one of them. I love Justified. That's a good. That was a, a great show. Modern, it's a and, good modern western. And I have watched that thoroughly a couple of times. I just and of course, watched it this summer. Santa Clara Diet. I haven't watched that. Him and Drew Barrymore are absolutely perfect together. I mean, we didn't we didn't have the right presidential situation going on for me to be into zombies. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Because, you know, I know. <laughs> horror follows political. Yes, it does. And, and when, when a Republican's in office, zombies are in vogue. And when a Democrat's in office, um, vampires are in vogue. And when Nazis are in office, werewolves are in vogue. So we had the wrong climate. We had, had the, the wrong, wrong, climate. wrong political climate. Yeah. Who knows? We'll Which see. is actually why Twilight is coming back. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. It's got a resurgent happening on Netflix right now. Yep, they brought it back. I saw I saw them doing that and the reboot of Harry Potter also coming in. Oh my god, schmutz. You're just very like why don't you have a woman in your life, my turn. I don't know why I don't or know. Or or a lint roller. I don't know. Lint rollers cost money and I can just Oh my god, go to the dollar store, you ninny. <laughs> I'd rather have the woman than the lint roller, honestly. I think. I don't know, I have to put that one to thought. <laughs> I need someone I've, to pick. I need someone to pick up I, after me. I really me, don't please. like that there's a camera to to like make this thought process that Worse? I'm having right now. Like I'm thinking about <laughs> the pros and cons between women and lint rollers for you, and it's not going to a PG. It's place. not going to go well. It's not a PG place. No, no, it would, oh, it's fine. We don't have anyone in the studio to worry about this. But before. you're recording this. You're going to put this on the internet. Yes. And I've already made some very drastic lines in the sand. I've I've made no friends at this interview. Can we start over? I don't like this game. <laughs> it's the same interview back. that you do anyway. I'm gonna go back and under the head. Alright, go back. <laughs> Ta da I don't know what that don't know. There we go. See? Aww. There we go. There's the picture that is gonna end up on the <laughs> thumbnail for There we go. There's there's the thumbnail. That's the Christmas card from fifty two eighty geek. Why not? It's amazing. Yeah, PJ is like. God, our you let me put this on my head. Well, cleaned. Yeah. 
<laughs> Small critters. Trash panda. So. What did you want to talk about? I don't know. Oh, there is one thing I want to talk about. We'll get to what Red's been doing while Red's been away. Red really hasn't been away. Red's still been in the... in. You're like the Wizard of Oz at this point. You've been hiding behind the curtain. You've been busy at work. I think I'm more like the Wicked Witch of the North, but... Well, I don't know, because you're not Glenda, that's for sure. No. Glenda the Good Witch? I'll just smack myself on my microphone. I know, I, that is odd. I am, I am... I don't believe in good and bad. No. Chaotic... Good, lawful. No. Yeah. Different, different point of view. Everyone's a hero of their story. Does even the Wicked Witch of the West? Does that surprise people that I've never seen Wicked? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. She doesn't like witches. She likes ghosts. Well, I like both. Yeah. You're more of a pumpkin person. I don't. I don't know why I have to choose. I don't know, because it made good conversation. The pumpkins, they really don't. They don't talk to me at all. Are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure. Like, oh my gosh, how crazy do you think I'm going? I'm going a little crazy. Just a bit. So, <laughs> she gives PJ the crazy <laughs> eyes. For those just listening to this podcast. The video will be available on Thursday. So, look for it. It'll be great. Why? Because. Okay. All right. I'm going to need another beverage. Yeah, we'll make more. See, that's the neat thing about these. We hit pause and the... Oh, really? Cool. Not now. The studio audience has no idea. So, okay, Red. Did you... uh, What have you been doing? I don't know how to answer that. At what time? A lot of things. (laughs) Like most people in 2020, I did a lot of shopping. And like most people in 2021, I'm doing a lot of donating. So... (laughs) Um, I don't know. I'm very on trend right now. You are? Yeah. You are a trendsetter. That's also true. Because you called... I call a lot of things. You did, because... uh, Eventually, everybody realizes that I'm right. Well, and to be fair, Masked Singer... Masked Singer... Went completely off the rails. They did. As you you said it would. they, They kept trying to make it better. Better. But it was fine the way it was. It was fine. It was fine. And now we have these computer-generated avatars that people are going to be singing through. Fox is... Desperate. So a Petri dish version (laughs) of why people in charge of picking what content gets made have no idea why anything succeeds. It's true. They're like, oh, this succeeded. So people like uh, celebrities dancing in costumes. Let's make a mass dancer because that will be... No, that's not. Oh that's my not, god, that was horrible. That's not why this show is working. And and they're like, oh, people like food competitions, so let's let's do food competitions in in big arenas with giant screens with with audiences that throw things at. Like, no, don't understand. That, me. You know what? That's not, there's a foundation there. So the audience member throws in an item that you have to cook. Okay, or first you get of all, hit with something. It's 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 called the globe. It's got <laughs> Robert Irvine. I'm against it. Damn, I know. PJ killed that already. I know. Like I. I tell you, you did not put vodka in this. I did. Oh, there's a bug in here. Oh. Extra protein. Because <laughs> I thought you were referencing Guy's uh, cooking championship. God, you're so odd sometimes. We knew it was coming, though. 
I think he would scare the guys. I'm an adult. No, you're not. I am. I pay my bills. I clean my house. Alright. I wash behind my ears. <laughs> I change my underwear every day. Wow. That I wear underwear. I was gonna say. Are you wearing it? I mean, it's yeah. touch and go. Okay. But couple fa- false starts. <laughs> but you got there in the end. After that, man, I can I can do whatever I want. So what are you watching? Walking Dead is coming to its I'm end. I'm not watching Walking Dead. I haven't watched Walking Dead in years. Okay. It stopped. Like something shifted in the writers' room, and and I was like, "This is not the same. This is not the same. This is not good. This is not having that same wonderful tingly sensation." Well, I was always telling people like, "The Walking Dead is a great literature teaching tool that should be taught in high schools instead of Shakespeare or or other old white men as as a way to teach literary terms because right. the examples were really well done and they were done in ways that we." were classic and also not classic, and it was also something that, you know, 14-year-olds would like watching. Right. And are probably watching anyway, and then something shifted, and it just turned into this, I'm a monster. I'm the real monster. Look how bad I am. I'm going to talk long-winded, but it's okay. I've got my phallic device here to hold authority. And it's like, <laughs> you're, this was supposed to be the greatest villain since Iago. And no, who said that? Oh, everybody was so excited. He's not even that in the comic. I mean, he's impressive everybody as hell. Everybody was so fucking excited. Well, we expected what we got and what we expected and because we so thought... So I'm, I'm ready for this big villain, this classic literary right. villain. Like, we're talking Jean Valjean, like, level of villainry. And it's just a man... That, that's Les Mis for those at home. He's just a man... He is. He's not even a bad man. Well, we... Uh, He's an average man. The anticipation that the TV show was going to amp it... No, he was a gym teacher. I'm pretty sure he was a used car salesman. He was a gym teacher. No. They revealed it. I don't care what you say. (laughs) I'm just saying words. But see, I I think everyone was expecting the TV show to just amp Negan up to this, like, nth-level character. And he was boring. And you, you, he was. He was boring. He fell short. I'm sure a lot of men found him an interesting character, but I guarantee you every woman in the audience is just sitting here going, he's, I I know that guy. That guy is at my office. I dated that guy in high school. I dated that guy. That guy is every guy. That guy stopped me on the street and told me to smile. Like, I know that guy. That is, he's just a man. Yeah. He's not even an interesting character, much less a good villain. So I quit watching Walking Dead, and thank you for not requiring me to no. keep writing the reviews. I I'm let like, you up. I'm tired of writing the same thing every week, which is, this sh- what the fuck happened to this show? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give you the, the, the cliff notes, because episode two of the final season just aired. So. And then Daryl's character started to change. Well, they had to, because they lost Rick. No, 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 before they lost Rick. Like, when... when yes. Because they made him like they started, and Daryl had always been this wonderful hope source in the show of this idea of because The Walking Dead is all about consumerism, and not in the not in the anti-capitalist way, but in just the way of as as living creatures we consume things and we consume each other, right? And it's not just the the zombies that that are doing the eating of the living, but showing all these different scenarios of how different groups consume each other. And Daryl was always this consistent, um, he doesn't doesn't take 
he doesn't, I mean, he needs things, he, he gets things, he obtains things, but he doesn't take from people. He doesn't, right. he doesn't use the other characters, and it was a really fun way to, to watch him develop, and then he turned into mini-Rick, and it was like someone in the, something in the writer's room changed. Well, it was Kirkman. And, and he, it was Kirkman! He was pissed that they made a better character than he did. I he think took so, that because Merle and Daryl, that whole brother dynamic in the first couple seasons was that was the that was the show it was that was way better than rick and shane it was so much more interesting and it was so what did you want to talk about (laughs) so these are old things like these these aren't even new art like things like i've said all this before so the new thing i want to get to because this is a conversation you and i had and we're about to do like some serious mind Mike dropping here because you have come up with a theory. Yeah, because that's all I hear in the mic. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. What? I mean, that's old news too, man. Nobody's heard this theory from you. Are you kidding? Everyone's heard this. I was chasing people at the comic expo. The celebrities have heard this theory. Everybody. The on twins heard it. That was funny, man. The On Twins lot, you blew the On Twins' mind. I think that I just scared them because they're like, please make this crazy lady shut up. Well, since they came to visit us, it was kind of hard for that to happen because they came to us. So they, well, they came to you. I just happened to be there. And you entertained them thoroughly. I do, that's, what I, that's what I do. So I want the theory. Okay. So this is for Marvel fans. All right. So here's what happened. Here's, here's what happened. Here's the here's Lay the it on us. The spouse... Uh, decided the spouse has been working in the uh, in the dungeon the basement dungeon workspace and and their company got a government contract so you know to keep sanity they decided to watch every marvel property and find and create a timeline of where it lands with all the because we've introduced the uh, what is it the multiverse multiverse is there now so with the going into the idea that all the Marvel properties are canon, if they meet a couple criteria, which we'll, I'll, I'll explain. Um, but so, all every Marvel movie and and property is is um, is canon. And do you need to get your ding dings? Your butt is dinging Why at me. Leave my ding dings out of this. Your butt is dinging at me, and I'm trying to set up. All I'm right. trying to paint set a picture. Up, paint a picture. And so, if this is all canon, where does it fall in which timelines? And so. Uh, the spouse made a spreadsheet and was watching every Marvel property ever made in chronological order as it appears in each separate multiverse timeline. This includes uh, the Tobey Maguire st- uh, Spider-Man movies, the Blade movies. Uh, so the, the criteria was it had to have been a Marvel property. Right. And it had to include a Stan Lee cameo. Okay. So this also includes the Blade movies and the Kick-Ass movies, which I still argue against because those are, I don't like. Well, Kick-Ass is not in the Marvel Universe. No, this was a debate. We went back and forth. We went back and forth. And I, I rested that and, one for you. And some. I settled that one. Yeah, but too late because we had already. <laughs> it had already Came been. Came too late. And you'd already watched it twice. Oh, my God. But, so. Such a weird movie. Anyway. So, yeah, so. 
So that's the criteria. That's so the even, criteria. So does that even include like Jay and Silent Bob's and Stanley makes a co- no, appearance? Because and we have Fat Man. Because Blunt it's Man not a crank. Marvel. It's not a Marvel property. Okay. Kevin Smith, however much he wishes he were, does not <laughs> work for Marvel. No, he he's more of a DC Kevin, guy anyway. He works for Kevin Smith. He does. And that's what he so does. So Kick Ass and um, any of the Kevin Smith stuff. So, is but then you know, so but some some of these things actually exist in multiple of the universes. So we had to watch them in multiple viewings in different times. And so anyway. Um, I was watching Deadpool because I, right. I it was it was time to watch Deadpool. So I watched the first Deadpool, which led me to watch um, the second Deadpool, and in that I also rewatched Ant Man and the Wasp because Ant Man and the Wasp has to be. I think that's my favorite comic book movie of all time. It's very well done, and it's a very underrated and it's underappreciated. Very, maybe not of all time, but it's definitely in the top five yes. of my favorite comic book. So I just was. You know, you watch you watch Deadpool, you feel good, but it's kind of gory. So you know, you need a palate cleanser. So I watched Ant Man on the Wasp, <laughs> and then I watched uh, and then I watched um, Deadpool two. And I was watching Deadpool two right after watching Ant Man on the Wasp, and I realized that there's a lot of overlap between the 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 universes, and it's very well known that Deadpool uh, does not exist in the same universe as the Avengers. He exists in the same universe as the X Men. Correct. Which is not the same. Multiverse, Universe, right. Yeah. So, Not the same Earth. So it is possible in the Deadpool universe, the Avengers don't exist. So, so S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't exist. And Ant-Man doesn't exist. And we mean like the Michael Douglas Ant-Man doesn't exist. So he has his own. So that, that man has his own whatever in, in the Deadpool universe. And that means what's his face uh, who's... Scott Scott Lang. Lang. You know, he's one of the only heroes that doesn't have a this initials match name, so it's hard to remember. <laughs> <laughs> so Scott Lang doesn't he he if he is a human in in the same verse uh, as Deadpool, he never stops being a criminal. He never turns his life around. He never becomes a good guy. But at his core, he is the same human who who is a family man who does anything for his daughter, like Cable. Like Cable. And he ends up in Ant-Man on the Lost. He ends up with original Ant-Man's daughter, who's also all about their daughter, and her name is... Faith? Ho- oh, Hope. 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 <laughs> and Cable reveals at the end of, of Deadpool 2 that his daughter's name is, is Hope. So if we take into consideration how things will parallel but not, not quite overlap, right. um, Cable is Ant-Man. Yeah, nerds, digest that one. <laughs> I didn't, I, I really had moved on from this. I wasn't really thinking about this anymore. Are you kidding? This is one of the things I told you that we were going to talk about. It was like three months ago, man. Do you know how You've ma- been busy. Do you know how many, like, cartoons I've watched since then? No idea. Me either. <laughs> I've been watching. Did you watch the Witcher cartoon on Netflix yet? What? Okay, I'll take that as a no. There's a Witcher cartoon? Yeah, it's Atlanta um, last week. Um, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's in canon. Sequel, prequel. Something that's happening at the same time. We like the Witcher. We like a good bit of strutting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes we just turn the sound off and just watch some strutting. Mm-hmm. He does do a lot of strutting. You know, his, his, he's trying to keep his costume from splitting. <laughs> he's so big. He is massive. He's just like trying to keep the seams from. <laughs> he plays an excellent Gerald. I can't. I can't. He does. I can't I think, deny that. 
I, I think Henry Cavill, you know, he always is like, he's the perfect Superman since um, Christopher Reeves. You know, back in the 80s, Christopher Reeves. No one else could ever pass for that ideal Ubermensch DC character quite as well as Christopher Reeves. Sure. But, you know, that was that was many decades ago. And now Henry Cavill is definitely that. And he embodies that. But he is so much more than Superman. Okay. And he's so much better when he's not being Superman. He is. And... I mean, again, Man from Uncle. Oh, one I love of the Man from best Uncle. films that he's in. One of my favorite things about Man from Uncle is the three main characters, not one of them is actually using their real accent. Yes, which is classic. It makes me so amused. All the Americans are played by British people. All right, we'll pause. And we're back. The magic of pause. <laughs> pause. 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 As we're watching Tawan race around the, the studio on his little hoverboard. Do you want one of those? No. <laughs> I think you'd eat shit. I think I almost ate shit on that thing. I want a wagon and I want you to pull me in. <gasps> That's what I want. That is a brilliant idea. No, I'm full of them. Y'all should I just like pay it. attention. Just I'll pay attention to my ideas because they are brilliant. They are brilliant. So what are you watching? Um I well <laughs> fucking Tawan. <laughs> No idea what I just saw. Okay. He's he's using his leg. We're using our legs like suckers. I'm sitting. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> standing. Um, I am currently making my Halloween bucket list for uh, October. We did post up your making uh, cards. Yeah, I'm making Halloween. boo cards. You're hope making your boo cards. Making my boo cards. Boo being booed isn't really a Western thing. It's not really done. Out in the West, it's, you see it mostly in on the uh, eastern and southern states, mostly. Right. Um, but, you know, I'm trying to build community, so I got my, my boo cards going out. So I have to ask, what? before we get to your big project, you have another project that I put in your, in your, in your head. I'm not I, doing that. You're not? I'm not doing that. Just can't do it? Or just, just don't want to? Um, there's, like, I would tell you not on the, like, not tell the internet, but I, right. I'll tell you... Over over a different cocktail, and a, and a more comfy chair. Why? Um, and I think you'll agree that that's the right choice. All right. But yeah, I'm not doing that. Okay. Um, but I'm I'm getting ready to do so for October. I'm gonna you know October is festive time. This is your busy season, technically. Yes, it is my busy season, and it takes a lot of like and people. Mm, so I was in I was in Michael's. In 2019, you know, because, you know, that was when the world was still normal. Functioning? Normal. Yeah. I don't know about fun. Nor- normal. Bunny ears. Whatever normal. normal is. Whatever normal was. Yes. Uh, and this little girl, couldn't have been more than, like, eight years old, was, it was July, like, end of July. It was all excited that the Halloween stuff was out. And clearly, this was, you know, my spirit baby child who was just, like, mini-me over there going like oh daddy halloween stuff yay and he's like no 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 so you were temporally displaced into this other child no i'm saying that this is my this child might be you know 30 years younger than me but this is my people right one day we will hang out in a bar together age appropriately and it will be and we will be like yes yes grizzled old lady you are my people And this is where it all began. But but no, like she she good people. And and but Daddy was like, no, it's too early. We'll come back closer to October. And of course, 
I, I was thinking about this, and people have always been complaining, you know, for years and years and years about the Christmas stuff is coming in early, and the Halloween stuff is now coming in earlier, and there's a whole other side rant about that. But right. the point that I want to focus on in this rampage is that in order to celebrate things, you need to have them done before the day. And, and I know that sounds like a simple thing, right. but it's really like... You, you think, oh, we got to get a Christmas tree, so we got to get that set up. And you think, well, for Christmas. But you really want to have it set up because, man, there's a lot of work that goes into setting up a Christmas tree, whether it's real or, or artificial or, or paper that you put on the wall. Like, it takes a lot to get Christmas going. And you really want to enjoy that festivity as long as possible. And I don't mean by leaving your Christmas ornaments up until uh, Valentine's <laughs> I was Day. I going to say, well, that's easy. I just leave the Christmas lights on the house. So why not do the opposite and just get started sooner? And Halloween... Yeah, but I have to take it down. I think that's the problem. Halloween, people really let go by the wayside, especially in the 21st century. People are just really lazy about... They take for granted that it's only one night. It's barely even a day because... More and more people aren't doing enough during the day unless you are under the age of 12 or have a person in your family who is under the age of 12. And so for the rest of us, it's like, no, man, you got to savor this. And so I don't like want to be... chocolate. I don't want to be setting up for Halloween come September 30th. I want to be done. I want to be ready to just sit back and enjoy as soon as October 1st rolls around. Okay. So it takes a bit of planning. So where are you in the planning stages? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so much fun. Okay. I've been shopping so many times. Target by me still hasn't got anything out. They still have, got, they still have July crap out. What? I know. Target's across town at, like, the new Ghostbusters stuff up. And Denver County is slacking. Like, oh. no, there is no Halloween. If you want to go Halloween shopping, I went to Westminster uh, a couple weeks ago. I got major good finds. I've been coming down to um, the, where is Ikea? That neighborhood. Oh, out there by Lone Tree? Yeah, I love I love that little shopping center because we got the at-home. We got the uh, the Home Depot. You got the Michaels, the, the World Market. The so home it's goods, like a craft store like, explosion. It is like that's where you go for your festivities, and it's all right there in two semi-parking lots, and then you don't even have to go to Ikea because you're just like, man, the coffee's not that good anyway. So, No, the Ikea coffee almost killed you and I the last time I had it. No, no, it almost killed you because you have a normal human capacity, and I do just fine. That coffee shot through me faster than I think anything in in my entire life. And that's the scariest thing you'll know this season, guys. I, I, yes, it is. I didn't even get to walk the entire IKEA floor. I got the, halfway through. The real horror story this season is yes. IKEA coffee. Yes. I when IKEA run. coffee attacks. Ah. You're looking for the secret entrance doors <laughs> to make it through the store that much faster to get back to the bathroom? You were oh. in there a long time. It kill. It just... I almost sent a search party in. It roto-rooted what... I'm, I mean, I'm normal, I guess, but this that... Is, this was many months ago. So anyway... cleared me out. So, and especially because Halloween isn't as commercialized as Christmas. And please, let's keep it that way. Best Halloween is homemade. Uh, uh, we, that's we, true. Mm. So, I mean, like, I love looking at the stuff. I love finding good, fun things. Uh, but let's not let it get over-commercialized like Christmas. Oh, my gosh. But when you see something, if you're out and about, and if you want it, you have to get it. Because they only do one order 
of Halloween stuff. Right. It's not like Christmas where they'll restock. No. It's not like it, it's not like back to school. There's not a couple they, of waves. No, this there's, is it. they get one shipment of Halloween stuff for the season, and when it's gone, he's gone. So if they put it out in July and it's gone by August, it ain't coming back. Ever, so, might, there's a slight chance it ever of it coming back because there's some things that, they'll recirculate. That calendar year, recirculate. Yes. That calendar year. Because I know we did. We were in Home Depot. Over on Colorado. There's another one. Home Depot on Colorado Boulevard. And you wanted the the pumpkin inflatable that was all the way at the top. And it was the last one. It's like the size of a tool shed. It is. It is huge and it's magnificent. And we got the display model, which meant it didn't come with stakes. It didn't come with with ropes. It didn't inflate the way the other inflatables do. No, everything was missing. So I put it up in my yard, and I it was close enough to Halloween that I've been leaving the inflatables on all the time. It's my power bill. I deal with it. Okay, guys, just don't judge me. <laughs> so I left it on, and and this was the first year we had it, and and it was, and I wake up to this to this tapping on my window, and it was it the wind had blown the the weird stake things that we had makeshift. Oh, the plastic ones? And I don't remember. Yeah. We don't use them anymore. We have a very different system now. And the wind had blown things. And the wind was, you know, it was that autumn wind that we all right. really like, unless, unless you have trees near your windows or inflatable pumpkins. Because I woke up, and my room is on the second floor, right. to this tapping, and it was the pumpkin inflated. <laughs> Flying all the way up to the second floor. Bouncing. Nice. Like like this deranged basketball. And it kept knocking into my window. So I grab my robe and my and my pink bunny slippers and I'm running out in my front yard at six thirty in the morning trying to deflate this thing and because it doesn't <laughs> deflate like the other like all the other ones you just pull the plug and, right, and it just the Im- instantly like this one doesn't do no. that. You pull the plug and then you have to actually open because it was the display model, you have mm-hmm. to actually open uh, a thing, but I can't get to the thing because it's not staked down and it's bouncing. Yep. So there I am in my robe and my slippers at 6.30 in the morning in my front yard wrestling this giant pumpkin into submission. And <laughs> oh my. And this is, the stu- this is the stuff that legends are born out there. Yes. So do you have more inflatables? Because we have Enoch. We've got the pumpkin patch. Got, I got one more right now and uh, if... If they're if it's still available, because I don't I, I don't have I'm waiting until it's closer for my inflatables to be set up because I still have to mow the lawn, and I can't do that if I set up the inflatables. Oh yeah, that's the end of that. So like All I right. can put everything but the inflatables out right now, <laughs> and but you know come that'll be like literally morning of October first is gonna be like we're gonna do it. So and you have an excellent idea because we've done Halloween together in the past. Yeah. So you have an excellent idea this year, and I, of course I will be there. Yeah. I am going to hand out candy with you this year. I don't know what I'm doing this year. I've got a couple ideas. So last year, because it was COVID and everyone was freaking out, like, no, we're going to cancel. We're scared. And I'm all like, well, there's two easy things to this. One, uh, we're going to goodie bag everything and quarantine it so that any germs are not there. Right. And I'm also doing non-edibles. So things that don't go in the mouth. Uh, so there's less, less risk. So germy germies. What I did, I got the idea, and, and you know what? I've I've been on Pinterest probably four times in my life, and 
it's always a disaster, and this is definitely one of those instances because it was a great idea in theory, but it was a disaster in practice where we got the goodies and we put them in balloons and then inflated the balloons around the goodies. And we did orange balloons and turned them into pumpkins, and then I made a pumpkin patch. And so the kids could come by and pick a balloon as pick a pumpkin. All right. And it's so, a great idea. So everything was, and I used a, I used an air compressor. Like it wasn't like my mouth was on the thing. Oh my god, guys! Like that wouldn't have been practical even without COVID. Like I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> but you don't it, have that kind of lung capacity. I don't have that kind of lip capacity. Like, have you ever blown up balloons? Like four balloons in, yes. a, in a, like it just wrecks the inside of your mouth. Like the la- you shouldn't suck on no, it before like, you inflate it. No, but like it. the the latex and the and the puckering, it just wrecks. <laughs> okay. I not to sound all like porny, but like seriously, like the, real talk, guys, real talk. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Blowing up balloons is not for the faint. It is not of adults only, please. But only anyway. the true believers. So that it really wrecked. This it actually wrecked our hands. Oh my god! Trying to get the goodies in. Well, I can understand that because I've seen your goodies without, and they're very without elaborate. Well, it was just like because you're just trying to shove these things into a thing that isn't yet expanded big enough to hold them, and the the mouth area, the opening of the balloon never really is. So you have to pull it apart and then shove things. And this is like a three person job just just getting the things in there. Anyway, I did that. I did that 65 times. Holy shit. And I had no leftovers. And I am sure, yeah, everything went. Everything went. You're growing in popularity because I've been there for multiple events, and it's getting more and more. You're you're more of a staple in that it's neighborhood than the, I think everyone. The realizes. kids had a really good fun with it because you know most, especially with 2020, most of us didn't get to go do any of those harvest things anyway. Right. So this was kind of like I was trying to give them the the you got to go to the pumpkin patch experience as well as trick or treating. And it was social distanced. It was very clean and safe. And I even made sure that the stem of the balloons was a was a uh, loop of ribbon. So oh, because wow. little hands need to latch onto something. And somebody goes, what if some kid comes by and takes them all? And I'm like going, okay, first of all, if, if some kid comes to my house and takes all the treats, have at. Like, it's an offering, people. Stop. Stop. Like, if you are stingy with your treats, you're doing it wrong. The, point of, the point of handing out treats is it's an offering to your neighbors, to the children, to make them have a good time. Yeah. If the parents are like, no, only let them have one because all the sugar in my kid. Yeah, that's your own. That's a different that's issue. That's another story. That's not my, that's not my <laughs> responsibility. But also, if some, so if someone takes all the treats, fine. I don't care. Then they took them because I put them out to be taken. Right. You don't want leftovers. Well, sometimes I do. I mean, when it's Laffy Taffy, I do. But anyway. So, but also, I'm also thinking to myself, like, there are also balloons, like, that one is going to fit in most of those bags that kids carry. Right. And number two, I, a grown person with extensions on my fingers, can only carry about five in each hand at once. So good luck, kids. I'd like to see you try. Honestly, I'd like to video you trying because that would be hilarious. Especially if they a little, come with a big mask. Like a three-year-old trying to carry all of them. I'm not doing the balloons again. So I'm either going right. to do a pumpkin patch again this year in a different way without balloons or I'm going to do an, uh, something with ghosts and do adopt a ghost 
say... I like the Adopt-A-Ghosts idea. Well, I haven't figured out the packaging of it, which is why we might be doing Kay. pumpkins again. All right. I'm sorry. I need a drink after that, and you're going to have to talk for two minutes, because that was a lot of words. That was a lot of words. Was wow. A lot I'm of sorry if the sound of my voice is grating to you. It kind of is to me, but I don't have to hear it. <laughs> yeah, you're not wearing headphones. Well, I told you you didn't have to anymore. No, man. I don't I listen when I talk. What you talk about? <laughs> BJ's just back there just shaking his head like, God, what the fuck? He's like, you gave her alcohol or sugar because which one? She's very... Mm -hmm. A little bit column A, a little column B. Well, I mean... (laughs) I'm having a hot flash. All right. I know you're having a fantastic time. I am, but also, like, I don't... I'm going to have to... So one of the big reasons that you have been on hiatus... All right. (laughs) As you run out of here... (laughs) You could have just done that right there at not the. Not on camera. It's not that kind of show. Okay, scar some children. You can do there. Okay, there we go. Right. <laughs> As you come back with Mr. Body. I'm uh, I'm. He's a murderer. He's a murderer. It's Mr. Body. I'm being modest. There you go. Okay. So one of the reasons you have been away from the mic and out of the. The earshot of most of the fans. It's because you don't call me. No, there's that too. Oh, okay. um, you have been working on a project that is near and dear to you, your heart. Yeah. Not, not that. Oh. Oh, this. Oh, this old thing. This old thing. Oh, this old thing. This old thing. It's my you have book. been working on your book, it's my book, which is a kids book. It's a, kids book. it's a picture book that is absolutely fantastic. This is so. Adorable, and it turned out so so cute. So oh, and there's some egg um, eggshells. There are some Easter eggs in here. Are there? Yes. I'm not going to spoil them. I don't want to. I don't want to show. <laughs> what did I do? What did I do? <laughs> You're far too clever. It's so. Uh, so so tell me about little Boo. I know all about him. So about four years ago, I was working on. A picture book and I wanted to write a picture book oddly enough I wanted to write picture books so that I would have something non-edible to hand out to trick-or-treaters right which started in little zines zines whatever you want to pronounce it my holla zines well that came later because you'd be amazed at how gatekeepy creatives are and I didn't (laughs) I didn't know that no uh uh I know I didn't know that was a thing and everyone's like um yeah like it's been around since like 1978 like oh my god like how do you not know I'm like (laughs) you you people like I asked people left and right like what do you do all this that and the other anyway so what I was actually gonna do is full size picture books and just hand them out because I liked the idea it's a great idea of something fun that was like a little piece of magic that any kid that needed it could just hold and squirrel away for when they needed it. And um, that turned out to be not lucrative for cost and expertise. But one of my writing friends saw a picture of me um, working on it on the Internet and goes, oh, my God, are you an illustrator, too? And I was like, no. No, not me. I told you to do this years ago, this just for the before, record. This was before you and I were working together. So it came even before that. Yeah, this was a hot uh-huh. minute ago, and I was like, no, no, I'm not an illustrator, no. And so that changed. Ta-da. Very quickly. Well, very slowly, but eventually, yes. Yeah. So this is uh, Boo, who is a character that I made actually for the Colorado Ghostbusters that 
never went anywhere with the Colorado Ghostbusters, so I said, I will play. And uh, Boo became very popular on my Instagram. And He's very popular on the Instagram, which is? so Well, I've, all, my, all my handles are at ghoulish Anya. That's Anya with a J. Uh, and, but it became very popular on Instagram. And I was like, I'm just going to, like, what else will Boo do? What else does Boo do? And, and started thinking about Boo. And, and Boo is, was not intended to be an avatar for me, but kind of has become that in, in just a very therapeutic way. That it I is wasn't. very cathartic. Well, I, you know, I hate having a body. And Boo doesn't have a body. <laughs> and, and I realize... We don't know what's under the sheet. I do. But it's kind of just like a. But it's kind of rude to to ask. Yeah, you don't ask. That's 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 an inappropriate question. An inappropriate question, man. Like, but anyway, it's it's just like it's religious purposes. That's why the sheet. No, it's a spiritual thing. It's a spirit spirit thing. (laughs) It's a spirit. Spirit. Some people fear it. Some people. I don't know. It's Ghostbusters again. But so um, last year during you know lockdown and whatnot, I started thinking about. There needs to be more ghost stories that aren't just Halloween. Like, Halloween is great. Yeah. But true spooky people. 24-7. We like our our Halloween vibes all the time. It's true. It's not actually just Halloween. We like like what we like. And Halloween incorporates that in a way that smells like pumpkin spice. And we're into that. I'm not into that. No, not in. No, that doesn't. I've been go told. Coffee. I've horrible. been told that pumpkin spice are all the spices that ward off evil in folklore, and I'm like, oh, so I'm evil. Oh, I was just gonna say. Well, I, I don't because know why people would drink it. Pumpkin it spice will totally it. ward me off. <laughs> I'm not a fan of pumpkin spice things. Uh, no. So I'm evil, and and I've decided I'm okay with that. But it's okay. Um. So boo, I started coming up with like an idea of what would Boo do in the winter? Which is a valid question, because what, what do ghosts do when yeah, Halloween is you over? Yeah, because, they don't, they don't just exist in the fall, and we love... Right. Don't get me wrong, I love fall. I love autumn. I love the colors and the sparkly little confetti leaves that fall around us. Yes, it's a party! <laughs> Seriously, guys. Fall is just a confetti Fall is party. where it's at. It's yes. a confetti party. It is. Happening around us. So... Because they still got to clean it up just the same. Except for leaves don't get everywhere. Yes, they anyway. do. Yes, they do. They do. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so that's what this book is. is. It's Snow Day. It's Boo's Adventure, a day in out in the snow. And this is this this is for what ages? So this is actually uh, inspired by my childhood. It is a book without text. Right. Uh, and the point of that is because it is for your kid, not for you and your kid. Because let's be honest, we all like to romanticize that, yeah, I read to my kid. No, you don't. You try and make time. You try. But your kid is doing their own thing. It's true. And you're doing your thing. And Very I've true. seen too many parents yell at their kids at the Lego store to believe otherwise. Like, it's a sad day when your dad is yelling at you. My last Lego store visit Lego was store. solo, by the way. There is children in danger. Again, you didn't call me. I know. I so there's no text in this for a couple of reasons. The idea being that it's for the kid, uh, not for them to learn to read, but to learn to enjoy books on a different way. Right. And so it's, it's a story that doesn't need text. It's a story that they get to add their own text to. 
It's a story. It's it's also there's an idea of uh, you know there's multilingual households out there where you want to take the time to do things in both languages, and I don't translate to every language. Right. So there's but a Boo lot does. of well, Boo translates, but we you know as, and that's something that parents and and teachers can do with kids if they actually want to prove me wrong and be like, no, I'm going to show you I'm going to be involved with my kid and not (laughs) yell at them in the Lego store. Yeah, don't yell at your kid in the Lego store. Oh, my God. No, I'll yell at your kid in the Lego store. Okay, it's a very different thing, man. It is. Right in front of what I want. Just get out of my way. Don't don't do that. Why why would you? PJ's losing his shit. If you guys could see it, it's hilarious. PJ's cracking up so hard over there. And I already have a plan to do more of these Boo adventures with no text so that there can be more in uh, to work with. More of a library? A Boo, Barry? Yeah. I don't want to tell you what I'm planning. Well, no. We don't want to ruin it. We want, we want this one to get Just yet. off to a, a rocking, rocketing start. So you don't want me to talk about the... The inspiration is that the. Inspiration? I would love. I would love to talk about the inspiration. Do you want to? Do you want to tell them, or do you no. want me to keep talking? Like, I'm it's your book. I mean, I just know. I've been at the. I I feel privileged that I've been at the foundation and have helped grow this project. But it is ultimately so yours. The style of the book is. It's kind of like uh, Chaz Adams meets Calvin and Hobbes. If you guys can follow that. I think Chaz Adams is kind of a stretch for some, but some people do. Chaz Adams was a cartoonist in the 1930s and 1940s uh, for The New Yorker. And his cartoons were very groundbreaking and provocative at the time. And they inspired a TV series in the 1960s that we know as The Adams Family. Um, actually, um, actually, <laughs> um, actually, thing has a body according according to the comments. Yeah. Well, and even in the images, you you kind of figure out where thing is. Well, thing is actually the original non-binary comic character. He is. They, is. they are. They. Yes. They are. It is. It is. It, it is. It is. It is Not to get, get confused with it, but well, thing it. Yeah, is. so, but, yes, Thing is, is the original non-binary yep. in the comics. And Boo is also non-binary. Um, Boo, this Boo is, so I was, I was talking to Spouse about, because I'm drawing on the couch. Monday is I sit in front of the TV and I draw on the couch and I make a mess in my couch fort and I watch Food Network all day and that's my Monday. And you're an adult, right? Whatever, man. <laughs> Whatever. I love I love watching my Food Network and and drawing all day, on Monday. That's a good. It's Monday. hard to go it's a good wrong Monday. With, with guy guys. But great. no, that's Wednesday. Oh, that's Wednesday. Um, but so I'm I'm drawing and and spouse comes in and is asking me and I'm all like, no, Boo is, and he he does the whole like he looks so cute and I gently am just like because because you know the point of Boo is to also gently remind get in the habit of using they as a singular pronoun they. Uh, yes, they are. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we Janet remind, you know, just a gentle, not a girl, like, not n- just, just a boo. And I'm like, well. Just a boo. I, so in my world, ghosts are not dead entities. They are not things that were once alive and are now dead. They have always been ghosts. They're always spirits. Right. They, they come about this way. Yes, this is how they exist in the world. And uh, so they don't have genitals, so they don't have gender, so they don't. But that isn't to say that they have that. But having a gender is is a choice in the ghost world. Right. So there are ghosts that have chosen a, a one gender to identify as, 
Boo specifically is gender fluid and, and goes back and forth and usually just sticks androgyny or neutral. So it's fine. It works. Um, but the snowman on the, uh, in the book is not, as I've been calling it snow friend just because like, <laughs> well, snow, they don't, snow people don't have, they're, they're, they don't. And I'm like, boo is also asexual, but not, oh, ghosts are. Right. And, and spouse just looks at me and is like, goes you on have, in your you, brain. You have thought this world out. Yeah. Like he's like, he's just like, your brain is so, I'm like, yeah, well, what else am I going to do on a Monday? Like, this is what I do. I sit on the couch and I watch Food Network and I think about, what what Your goes world. on? Like what goes on in the ghost world? So, as a added bonus, yeah, you you are unveiling, releasing this at a at Kofo. Yes, yeah, Kofo came to me back in 2018, and we're like, we're gonna put on this thing in 2020, and you're gonna be there and launching a book, right? And everything I kind of had something to do with that fell <laughs> apart, <laughs> but not because of Kofo. And so, yeah. Yeah. So in 2021, they're like, you're still going to launch a book at our thing. I was like, fine, guys. We're going to launch this book at your thing. And hell, the high water, snowman included. Snowman, snow friends, yeah. Yeah, snow friends. And there it is. It's, it's pretty. It's really nice. I like the way it came out. I do, too. I went with the matte instead of the glossy. Um I really wanted this to feel like I wanted when when I put it in a kid's hand, I wanted them to feel like it's theirs, right? And not like you know a toy or a kid version of something that the adults play with. And so I wanted it. I wanted so I went with more of a adult texture, a, adult cover, so right. that it's it's theirs. And when and it's it's real for them, and and parents, you and teachers, you can play too, but it's theirs. It's open to all ages. Uh, it is. It is. So this is, this book is good from anywhere from um, because it is paperback. Uh, so I'd say three to eight is a good age, okay. depending on how you use it. But like three to six is definitely the the sweet, sweet spot. spot. Nice. Um, but like if you were using it for like non-binary or um, bilingual uh, teaching, it would work totally great with uh, first and second graders as well. Okay. Very nice. So where can they get the book if they're unable to attend the Colorado Festival of Horror? It will be available on Amazon uh, starting on September 14th, and we hope to have it in bookstores by uh, the Christmas sales. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. No promises. That, that takes a lot of paperwork and begging. And you hate ba- paperwork. And I love paperwork. You I just do not like paperwork. I I, I I don't have that shirt to get. Like, I don't know, guys. It depends. It takes a lot of. You have to. You have to be a people person and. Not not tell everyone. So that means. Yeah. It what? means, <laughs> if our listeners, our parents, or teachers. Yeah. They need to, to order or look into getting this book for their classroom. It's, it's going to be on or Amazon. Or contact us directly. Amazon, if you don't come to Co- if you come to Kofo, there will be extras. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pre-release extras. We even have a, a little boo on your mic stand in the front. We do? Oh, look at the boo 
So yeah, he's been ever since we created this studio. Little Boo has been been here the entire time. Can I tell you about my my secret project on Instagram? I'm gonna do yeah um, right after this book launches. Sure. Oh, I get it. You get you get the preview. I get the the the, get the, the low pre- low. But yeah. Wow. The preview. Um. So the. The balloon, balloon, boo, the balloon, the balloon, which is still like the classic that I have stickers of, and right, so which you'll have at your table at Kofo and keychains and all kinds. I want to make magnets as well because oh my gosh, they, I could use a boo in my fridge. I totally want to like stick one on creepy vans as I walk <laughs> by in parking lots. Like I don't, that I don't, would be. F- Funny as hell. I don't know what your dreams are, but this is one. Not of that. Yours are <laughs> yours are so much more different than my oh, dreams. Man. Cable is Ant Man. Okay. Cable is Ant Man. But I've got a comic that's going to show up on Instagram in um, either in late September, early October. That is actually going to be a fun challenge for all my people, okay. all my people out there to, uh, and it's going to be Boo traveling via balloon. And Aww, we want to see. We want to see. It's a Boo, great idea. Where Boo can go. So if you get a sticker or keychain from me, and you can start doing some Instagram challenges with it, and just showing us where Boo goes, and and there will be there'll be some random prizes and drawings going ah. on for during during the uh, during the spectacle. Yeah, like you don't have enough to do already. Well, it's it's fun. It is fun. Boo is so cute. I, I think they're fun. Is there a bug in there? No, I saw something in there. Was it the future? Mmm, the future. It's so bright, i got to wear shades. Um, I think that's ice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's coming. All right. That'll be a fun little... So you have a Facebook page. No. No. I, do not, I do not have an author Facebook page. Okay. But you do have an Instagram. I you have, have a YouTube channel. I have Instagram Twitter. and YouTube and Twitter all at Ghoulish Anya. That's Ghoulish underscore Anya, Anya with a J. And we do share your the majority of your videos I that you create on your YouTube, but all end up on 5280. I except for the, the journaling stuff. Well, that's mostly what I do. Yes. Well, I you do the, the – we did create your, your create with me and your draw with me. I love stationery. <laughs> How'd that go again? And not just because I'm a home boo. <laughs> I mean, homebody. I hate having a body. But I, you know, not – You want to just trade it in for, for, for a, a boo? Sheet? Yeah, for a sheet? Yeah, man. That would be so much cool. For a boo loon? Me wandering around naked would be so different. You just hear this disembodied voice. (laughs) (laughs) You see nothing because the sheets in the wash. Yeah. Wow. I would totally wear like transformer sheets. That is a great idea. I would like find the most obnoxious 80 sheets and like make my wardrobe out of that. I am surprised you haven't done something similar to that with Boo. Well, it doesn't. Where he he gets the wrong sheet for some strange reason. Okay. So I want to say something. And I've been thinking about it for a long time. Okay. And I'm going to say something, and I already know that I have to correct it. Wow. Because I've been thinking about it for a long time. Okay. So 90% of what I follow on the interverse, the internetverse, is people like me who just, you know, do um, spooky and and Halloween-y all year round. And there's a lot of ghost artists out there just like me. 
Okay. Who, who like, that's what they, they have a signature ghost character that they do. Right. And I'm all like, man, there's so many of us. Wouldn't it be great if we had, like, a ghost con? No. No, 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 no. That's a bad no, idea. Because I, as soon as I was like, ah, oh, why don't we do? Oh. No. Oh, no. That is a horrible oh, idea. Oh, no. But it's not it's a horrible idea. It's that we'd have to execute it just right. Uh-huh. And I think Kofo is definitely going to be the start of that. Because I just think it would be so cool to just see, like, all the ghost artists in one place. I think so. But not, we can't call it ghost con. Ghost con is right We can't. Now. We could call it a we festival. No, we could call no, it no, 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 it's not any better. All right. Anyway, but there is, there are a couple of ghost artists that I follow uh, that a couple of them do do that, and they are way more skilled than I am. So Yeah, but given given your age, what you're targeting for, this is this is perfect. This is... This is age appropriate. This is family friendly. Well, I try, but, you know, my skill level is still developing. And when I get better. Oh, then it's on. Huh? Then then I will. I will Game definitely on. do that. Actually, I have, want to talk to you about that off All off right. recording later. I actually want to talk more about that. But All right. business, 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 numbers, numbers, numbers. Is it working? Yes. So, Brett. So Brett made sure that I, I emphasize this. Brett later won. He's all like, whatever number. So glad I put my shirt back on. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Brett made it a point for me to tell you that you better bring one additional book. So whatever you're ordering, just bring one extra because he's going to want one. No, that's already been yeah. accounted for. Okay. Uh, my freebie. I've been I've been doing that for the orders, trying to come up with. Because I have a spot right over there, which is I poke your mic, right over there next to Ash for, for so your book is going to go right there. A lot of indie authors do do give a lot, do a lot of giveaways, but a lot of indie authors write for older audiences like YA and, and, right. and NA and adult fiction. And so it's really hard to do a lot of the same things for that other indie authors do when you're writing for three-year-olds. And <laughs> this many. <laughs> they matter. Um, but the, so I don't, I don't give away a lot with books. I do always like, people always say, like, why do you sell your art and your products so inexpensive? You're underselling yourself. And I'm like, yeah, but most of the people who come shopping at my, at my table are 10 and under. Yeah, so, they're little ones. Like, that's why, that's why I, I'm still making money. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not pricing myself out. I just, when I sell things, You're I consider it. You're I considering your audience. I keep the prices low because these are kids spending their allowance, spending their pocket money. And so I don't do a hey, lot of. I remember of, when a dollar was a lot. Well, actually, a dollar is still a lot these days. Especially with gas. <laughs> but um, I do do giveaways. They're just usually not my books. Like, I do, uh, I, I've got a holozine every year for the last five years. Five years. Five years. Yeah, yeah last right. 2020 counts. Yep. 2020 counts. I don't like to admit it either, but 2020 does count. And I've I've made many picture books for the last five years mm-hmm. that I don't make a dime on. No, I spend time and energy, and I pay for printing costs, and I assemble them in my in my living room, watching watching bad TV reruns, and and, and then I hand them out to trick or treaters. Right. And so I mean I do do different I do a different kind of giveaway. My the best compliment I ever got was this kid. He couldn't have been more than like maybe a month away from three. Like he was 
getting potty trained. Aww. And he came trick-or-treating at my door, and I handed him the picture book, the little mini picture book, and he took it. And his mom was like, couldn't find him in the crowd of other kids. And he had sat on the stoop <laughs> to look just through. Just camped out right like, there. He, just, he was like, I'm going to do this now. And that is top five. That that's, is one of the top five moments of my impressive. life. And one of the others is, is fucking with you for Christmas. But that is also in the same list. Still can't believe that. <laughs> because I'm a mean little goblin. Freaking sucker is what I am. Shit. <laughs> evil, evil, evil. Well, I hate to say it. I know. I've been talking a lot, and I want to talk about other things with you that aren't for you people. Ooh. You come see me at Kofo, and we'll talk. Yes, you will be there. PJ will be there. The Wakeman will be there. The Deem will be there. I don't know. The Deem. You haven't met the Deem. He's one of our other photographers. And, of course, myself. There will be a costume contest. See if you can spot me. (laughs) Are you going to bring your ghost? Yeah. Oh, my God. That is going to be awesome. I thought I would just, like, sneak in. That would be perfect. But now I've told everyone, so. They don't know what it looks like. The only person that knows is me. Everybody knows. Maybe. But we will all be there. This is what, two weeks? I just, September 10th through the I just want to screw with Crozier. Oh, my God. I just want to chase him Crozier around. Crozier is never going to see it coming. I just want to chase perfect. him around. And your best friend, Xander. You, you, can, you can go. Because Xander's going to be doing um, this uh, drawing on Saturday with little kids. So he's going to have create your own like monster. Drawing? Yes. Or like, or like drawing. No, drawing. Okay, drawing. Drawing your own monster with uh, little kids. Yeah. Uh, at, at Saturday morning for Kofo, yeah. so you could you could literally no, go over there. No, it's horrifying. And 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 bomb his no. his drawing. No. In Ghost. No. You're already, the wheels are turning. I know that look. <laughs> I know that fucking look. You give me that it's shit. It's legitimately horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it's a creepy costume, especially given who just was in the White House. Like, scary, man. Yeah, but in, the dead giveaway is your sandals. I mean, I have different shoes now. Oh, okay. I, I've added to the costume. Nice. Um, so you will be there. I didn't do any death stuff in my yard the last uh, this last year and going forward because the what? The world is just kind of... I'm just looking at your Star Trek earrings. They're not Star Trek. They're opals. Okay. They're, they're black opals. They're not, they're well, not they, dilithium. I see, I see the red They're not and dilithium blue. crystals. And I'm just looking. It looks like something that I would see like in Spock's quarters, you know, just that darker First blue. First of all, the, I'm the Bajoran. Oh, I and apologize. And second of all, how dare I love that you whipped out the Bajoran on me like that. Fuck. Oh my God, my whole family. Like, I'm the non-Trekkie in a family full of them. Like, it's such a, like, such a black sheep thing to be. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just Ask think Brett Leader one. I just like Star Wars better, guys. <laughs> Ask Brett Leader one. I just, I just think the costumes are better. Oh, shots fired! Like, I don't want to wear tights that are so crotch heavy. Like, they, like everything in Star Trek always looks like I would just be like pulling on it all <laughs> the time. And I, and I dig some trousers that let let some breathing and some movement. And you could definitely like. You can definitely run in those outfits in Star Wars, and that's really what it comes down to. Mobility. And the fact that my brain works this way is exactly why I write for children. And on that bombshell, we shall say goodbye. (laughs) Be sure to come and say hello. Red is our featured guest. Our guest 
You have been promoted from host to guest. No, I don't have to clean up afterwards. No, it's, it's that's really what that means. It's Ryan Wakeman's the one one cleaning up. <laughs> <laughs> So, come by, say hi, pick up a book. If you're unable to, send us a direct message. We are always open to sharing Boo with the world. And I guess that covers it. You'll be back sometime soon. Well, you just have to call me. Guys, he doesn't call me. That's really what it is. And, you know. Yeah. Y'all don't like my fan theories anyway. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Ant-Man is cable. Ant-Man is cable, and I can prove it. And there you have it. In the meantime, run fast, laugh hard, and always be kind. That's okay.